Okay, we are live. This is hello, the hello. Value Podcast. I am your co-host, Hoop Zig, here with me. Joining me is Cameron Jackson, a.k.a. CEO, a.k.a. Call him what you want, but you can't call him broke. What it do, oh. my guy? I'm doing great, man. How you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm excited for this episode. We got a lot of value coming for you today. Let's get into it. I'm ready for the this one. Yeah, this is this is going to be a pretty good episode. Uh, basically, what we're going to be talking about is we're giving you five ways to maximize your productivity. This is this is really important if you're an entrepreneur. Really, it's just important in life. You know, if you want to get anything done, um, of course, there's more than five ways to maximize your productivity. But I think um, these are these are these are amongst the most important. These are top five. These are our and, top and, five. and these are yeah exactly. And these are five that we execute. You know, it's be different. We go on the list of 10, 20 things that just obviously work, but that don't work for us. And I mean, that right. kind of so we're about to give you just the value of things that work for us and that we know can possibly help you as well. Right. So to start it off with number one, we just going to dive right into it with number one is taking uh, a big task and breaking it into smaller ones. Right. So say you have a, uh, a five page paper due in, uh, in seven days, right? right? What Instead of waiting, what a lot of college students or people our age are prone to doing, they wait a few days to even get started. So they would only have, say, five days to do those seven pages. Now they're in a rush. Now they're stressing out. What is recommended, say, that big task of seven pages, you break that down one page a day. I mean, that five pages, you break it down uh, one page a day, you can leave the last day to review and revise. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that this, this just completely helps with procrastination. And, it, and it's less scary than looking at, say, a 10 or 15 page paper. Go ahead and get it done. Get a piece of it done every day. You know, uh, like in the stress of it as well, the stress of it as well. It's like you're putting mm-hmm. so much stress on yourself to get it done in that short amount of time when you know you're not going to be able to do it. And then you probably put off other things as well. So now it's all coming to an end. So now right. you have that seven page paper. You probably have a couple of things to do, you know, as well. Small things like simple taking your maybe you're doing your laundry, just different things you got to do. Right. Doing your license, right. Just stuff that when you put things off, it's not it's not beneficial at the end. Yeah, brick brick by brick. Will Smith said, look at the processes laying brick by brick. Don't look at the end goal. Like say you want you want to start a business, you want to open a restaurant. Like Cam, you're opening a restaurant. You're not looking at the end goal. You're taking it day by day by day by day, doing exactly. one task at a time. And it's a lot easier that way. And then fast forward two months, you're way further ahead than you would be if you were just looking at the end goal. Even to say, even just to branch off on that a little bit, that's a perfect example. At first, I was doing that. I was taking it, you know, just looking at the big task. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to open, 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 open. And I wasn't taking the time to really thinking about those little things and thinking about the small task. And that, that's one thing that, that hurt me, I'd say. Right. So if I would have took a step back and had these tips and known this before I started, or at least would have used it, then it definitely would have benefited me more <laughs> just because I would have been able to basically pace myself more with different things and bigger tasks wouldn't be so big just because mm-hmm. I was prepared for them, possibly just have more time to do them, you know? Right. That's a great example though. 
even uh with with me uh like like reading books reading the time to listen to an audio book or finding the time to write down your goals or things of that nature but i want to use an example of reading books because that's one thing that i struggled with um because you look at this big ass book like two three hundred pages and you really don't have a set amount of time if you go into reading a book without a set amount of time you're like okay i'm just gonna read until i feel until i don't feel like reading anymore until i'm done that's not really going to help what helped me was setting out an hour to two hours a day. It could even be 15 to 30 minutes or 10 pages, 20 pages a day. You know what I'm saying? If you, rather than saying, okay, I'm going to read three chapters each day, that's too big, especially when you're starting off. Cause me, I have a lot of energy. Um, I really don't like sitting down reading books, but as the days progress, it became easier for me. So I started right. out doing 30 minutes a day, then an hour, then two hours or a certain amount of chapters. But um, yeah, taking big tasks and breaking them into smaller ones, that's that's number one on our list. And, and when you were talking about pace, when you were talking about pace, that that falls perfectly into our, our, our number two. And that's um, what's our number two? Don't know. Don't multi- it's multitask. Do not multitask. Yeah. So I'll pop off just real quick to say like it's one thing with me multitasking or not with me multitasking. So it's just like too much at once so multitasking is always good if you do it in the right amount i'd say basically right. you know like so for with me multitasking i was doing, I'm doing millennial park i was trying to get gorilla gang i'm still trying to get gorilla gang to be as best as they can and i'm still doing real estate and everything on like right things get at a point for me when i really first got to baton Rouge, so i moved into a new city so i had to get gorilla gang big out here millennial park i got it every day i'm doing something with that and in real estate, I still have a house that I have to attend to, um, mm-hmm. and different properties that I have that I have to manage and do things like that. So it was it was becoming a lot. So I was taking everything on, just like and I'm just waking up knowing I had to do all these things. But once I took the time out and I was like, okay, let me cut these things out and not multitask as much. And I had to hang on a back burner almost for a little bit just so I could really focus on the the big thing at hand. And that's Millennial Park. Gorilla Gang is always going to be something that I'm going to take my time out and really do, but. Mm-hmm. in a sense of just how big and how powerful it is millennial park is that so i had to put gorilla gang on the back burner and then i had to right. be doing that i had more time to tend to the houses that i needed to tend to that i have and then i got those situated so now my main goal right now is just straight millennial park i'm gonna bring gorilla gang up in a little but i'm trying to just focus on millennial park and that's how i stop multitasking myself just right as a, and, you know, and and the- and people who don't have, for listeners who don't have that big of a, a goal, it could even be like, like you, it's okay to multitask if you're folding clothes and listening to a podcast. That's when it's okay. You know, exactly. we're not talking about, that's, that's a whole different uh, a form of multitasking. We're talking about, uh, say, you're trying to read one book and then listening to a podcast of another. That just doesn't make any sense. You know really, what I'm just, really, really taking really not taking enough time to like focus in on something is basically what right. I'm like right. say. Like, like multitasking is cool, but right. Me, me, I want to, I want to know a lot about a lot. Right. But in order to know a lot about a lot, you have to learn a lot about a little, you know what Just I'm saying? You have to take that. it time after time. But my whole thing was like, bro, I want to know about everything. I want to know about everything. 
And instead of um, learning about real estate for spending two hours a day learning about real estate, I was trying to learn about design, interior design, real estate, taxes, clothing design, fashion. I was trying to Forex. learn about it all in, in one day. I was right. trying to learn it all like every day. And it became really stressful. And it was kind of, it, it led to a fallout. You know, it decreases, multitasking decreases your effectiveness and your efficiency in your work. Thank you. When you switch focus on two different things. And that's, and that's just the fact. But um, not multitasking, keeping your eye on really the process, really the process. And then on that one thing, when you learn about 80%, 80 to 90% of it, then you can move on to the next thing. Exactly. Because you retain than, basically right. it all. Right. Rather than knowing 10% about 20 things or 10 things, no, no 80 to 90% about those 10 things. That's a great way to put it right there. It's multitasking. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. You hit it. You, that's exactly that's it. it. Right. Like, that's exactly it. Okay. Number three on our list. Go ahead. Jump into number three is taking breaks. Take breaks. Taking breaks is extremely important. You want you got anything to say about taking breaks? Do you take breaks, Cam? Um, I, I try. I try to. Um, I try to take a few breaks. So like a break for me would just be like, really, I try to like a break for me is almost like going to the gym. Sometimes. Ooh, okay. Okay. So like that would be a break for me. Like I can't just like taking a break. I know there's a lot of different studies and things. Like you should definitely take some time off and you should really relax. But like either take a break. I mean, at my house for a little bit, maybe 30 or so minutes, but I get the urge to do something. So like a break for me is like maybe going to the gym and I'll walk on the treadmill for an hour and that's a break because that's when I can think about things right. and also burning the calories that I want to burn for the day. So it's like kind of a, you know. Yeah, t- taking breaks definitely, it, it it's, it's important because it allows your brain to function at a higher frequency after you rest. And studies show Research says that breaks every 60 minutes is mo- most ideal. And like I you need, said, I didn't even know that. Sheesh. I didn't even know you that. You know what I'm saying? I, and to be honest, I don't really take, take like extended period breaks. I probably take 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. I've kind of gotten better with taking breaks because I used to take breaks and then not do anything during those breaks. Like if I'm learning about, Say I'm sitting at the computer, I was working on my website for two hours straight, right? Instead of taking a a 30-minute or an hour break and playing the game, how about I go in the kitchen, turn on a podcast, and cook? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Or you you can do something more productive. Say you need to fold some clothes. Go fold some clothes. You know what I'm saying? Clean up the house. Do something productive rather than putting your space in a cooling your brain off keep your exactly. brain working but just in a different area that and that exactly and that's how we take that's how i take breaks as well like yeah. for me gym for you it could be you know cooking a meal exactly that's something i i use as a break right. as well Eating it keeps you fresh yeah it it's keeps a good you fresh. recharge and it keeps you fresh right right breaks definitely help i will say because when you're when you're when you're running this all day those are honestly my worst days because when i don't take breaks because I'm up at six and I have to be at my land at like seven to meet my, to meet my plumber for say. Right. And I'm there, I'm there with him till he gets lunch at about 12, but at 12, I can't leave because I have somebody else coming that needs to 
either give me a quote on something else or, you know, do something in that in that sense. So I never really get a break. And it comes to times where I don't even eat until like five o'clock. Or I don't Ooh, even yeah. have to ask my cousin. I'd be like, did I eat yet? Like, I don't even remember if I ate yet. Like, yeah, so see that comes to, exactly. And so like long, like- long term, long term, that type of thing can really take a toll on your body. Because, I mean, when you're young, you can you're saying you can operate at a high high velocity like all the time like because I, I didn't like taking breaks because I always had the mindset like I can't take any time off like I want to have every second dedicated to it but rest is just as important as you putting the work in putting the work in exactly you can still think and, and yes you're resting your mind but you can still sit there and think about things that you want to do and work things out in your head I always try to another like a break for me is like when I wake up in the morning I lay there for a little while and I try to like get my ideas ready for my day basically like everything I try <laughs> to do and that, I mean, that kind of counts as a break as me as well, just to sit there and be able to get that time. Because not a lot of time I ever get to be able to just sit somewhere and just not do anything for a little while. Even right now, like, we're doing a podcast. So it's like, right? I wouldn't even call this a break. It's not like we're doing this podcast because we need to, this is what we had to do today. Like, this is all my things to do for today. So, right. Taking a break. After this, I'll probably take a break, maybe cook something. But I think that's a good idea. Taking breaks. Right. Definitely. And that, that falls perfectly into our next one, which is minimizing interruptions and distractions. Oh like my I God. said, when you take breaks, don't take a break that will distract you. Like, don't don't take a break and get on Instagram and start scrolling, looking at fat booties and stuff like that. Don't, that's not a break. Don't do that. That's not a break. You're, you're, that's, that's not a productive break. Productive. These are these are five ways, five ways to maximize your productivity, not five bullshit around um but yeah number four minimizing your interruptions and distractions you can do that by making a list make a distraction list so things that would distract me is uh playstation netflix uh social media for sure like make a list of things that distract you and um I, I lost say, my train of thought, but yeah, I say, <laughs> but I won't. I kind of want to go in on that. So, the distractions, like, and like you said, Instagram. Don't go. You know, Instagram and social media is such a big part, and I have to catch myself at times. Like that's why, for me, you know, like what what was like a month ago, month and a half ago, I took a break from just all social media. I was just off everything because I was getting too distracted and I wasn't handling my business. You remember when I told you about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, I was getting too distracted and I wasn't getting enough done. And I had to cut something out. I mean, I didn't know exactly if it was social media or what it was. I wasn't focused, but I knew I had to change something. So for me, I cut out all my media for, I think it was like a month, month and a half. And it been, oh my gosh, I think it benefited me like completely. Like I didn't even think I needed it. Like even now I have it. And like before I was like, man, I kind of, not that I needed it, but it was just something that you're always on. You know, everybody says they don't need social media, but like, come on. Yeah. On social media. Most of the time in the day, you look at your runtime on your phone. I guarantee social media more than four hours a day. So yeah, for, sure. for me, once I cut that out and I saw how I could really dedicate to my dream and what I want to do, that's when I hit the newspaper. That's when I was speaking at events. That's when I was like really handling business and things started really popping because I was focusing all that time that I wasn't on Instagram and, and YouTube and this, and this BSing around. I was actually doing stuff I was in the field I was talking to the right people and that benefited me in the long run so that was like a distraction cutting out distractions how that helped me yeah I remember you um 
deactivating your social media accounts to take that time. And I remember we were on the phone, you were saying you were taking the time to actually get the things that you wanted to get done to get it done. And then exactly. you, like to eliminate those distractions. But in, and to do that, you really have to look in the mirror and see like, okay, um, like hanging out with your friends and th- that that's going to bring us right next to the next one. To, uh, but like hanging out with your friends, is this going to be a distraction? Like, yeah, hanging out with your friends is cool, but will it just, does it distract you from getting what you want to get done, done? Like, or is it helping you? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Or, or are they helping you? You know what I'm saying? Like if you were, I don't know, working on a project, you have a project that you've been working on and you spend an hour and you spend an hour on it. And then your friend comes in your room or hits you up and like, Hey, do you want to go get lunch? Uh, only take 30 minutes. Well, that 30 minute lunch, you could have just stayed in the house and continued to do your project. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though hanging out with your friends is completely harmless, you definitely have to look in the mirror and ask yourself, is this benefiting me? Because at the end of the day, you don't want, 10 years from now, you don't want to look back and regret not having spent a sufficient amount of time to get where you were at. Because I know from 10 years from now, yeah, I know from 10 years from now that I'm not going to be complaining about my situation because I know every single day I give what I can give to get to where I want to be, you know? And if I don't, I make terms with that and I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know what's at, what's at hand, what's at stake. Exactly. Falling into the next one, the last one uh, is working on saying no. Working on saying no, that's that's a big one. You have anything to say about that? Working on saying no as far working as working on saying no, yes, I, I, I really do. Um, so for me, working on saying no is so let's say we go back to college, right? So we're back at coastal, right. we're back at school, working on saying no. So let's say me and you, like how we talked about in the first podcast, me and you are at the house, we're making gorilla gang shirts, we're, we're, we're doing what we got to do, getting orders out. People were asking us to go out, you know, for your friends say, hey, go out, do this, let's do this, let's blah, blah, blah. You got to work on saying no so you can focus on what you really want to focus on in your goals. So that was a big thing for me. And then just moving to a new city and then, and then kind of doing the same thing, just like saying no to when I get invited to places from different people and they want to go out and do this and that. I, I've been focusing on saying no and realizing that I need to grind these next few months so I can benefit later on. So I right. can say yes a lot more later. Right. But you need to focus on saying no initially just because of where you want to be at and you need to understand. And it's not like saying no to everything. We're not just saying, boom, just go out here saying no to everything. But you got to know your limits and what you can and what you should be doing. You know, right. if you know you got to – I know I have to handle business with Millennial Park, and I know I got to morning with my contractor, my architect. At at six thirty a.m., I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be like fooling around or be doing something till four o'clock in the in the morning just because just because you know what I mean. I'm gonna say no to that. I'm gonna focus on what I got to do. I'm gonna set up for my next day. I'm gonna plan things with my dad for the week, and I'm gonna be proactive. I'm not just gonna do that. I don't know. That's just something I I would say is how I right. see it. And that's in a sense. That's where that delayed gratification comes in. You're not looking for an instant gratification of going out with your friends. And having a good time, 
you are more more so readying yourself for that delayed gratification you're okay with that because you know you putting in these long hours now is going to benefit months weeks however long it takes years from now it's going to benefit you when you have that mindset of not wanting that instant gratification like that doesn't mean anything to you exactly and and that's that like i said looking into the mirror you have to you have to come to terms with um like let me think it's the sacrifice like you have to come to you have to come to terms with what you're willing to sacrifice like what ask yourself what are you willing to sacrifice and yeah and, and how serious is it to you like it shouldn't be hard to sacrifice if it's that serious to you if you really right. focus on getting it done and you really want to do it, it shouldn't be that hard to say no to little things. You know what I mean? Yeah. People do things. I'm kind of just like, I, you know, I got, I got things I got to do tomorrow. Like I can't leave town. Like people have been asking me because I was traveling a lot in the, um, the months up to when I moved here. And, you know, people ask me, man, come here, come here with me, you know, fly here. Let's go on vacation. But I'm like, ah, I refuse to leave Louisiana until I get Millennial Park open. And that's right. <laughs> Your why, your why is still is is so strong. You exactly. can't just say you can't just say, oh, I wanna I wanna live this lifestyle. I wanna do this. I wanna be I wanna be rich. I wanna have this car. You know what I'm saying? That type of lifestyle. If but that's not a strong why. You have to have a reason to to sacrifice to commit to that sacrifice. Like, and it goes great with uh, athletes. Athletes, they sacrifice a lot. They so sacrifice much. their time. That is really what they do. They sacrifice their time in that instant gratification, hanging out with their friends. Like, instead of going out and partying, like basketball players, if you really wanted to go to the NBA, instead of going out and partying, or instead of looking at Netflix, you're going to be watching film. You're going to be learning NBA defenses, NBA offenses, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be learning the lifestyle of these coaches, what they look for, what are these teams, why is this team better than that team? Or, you know what I'm saying, looking at film, or you're going to be in the gym working on your craft, or you're going to exactly. be in the field uh, working on your craft. You're going to be in the gym working on your craft, or you're going to be studying. You're going to dedicate all the time that you possibly have to it because you're trying to get to that goal. But it, that why has to be extremely strong. Exactly. Like, and a lot of people think, like, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship and being on your own, you really have to test that why. You that that why is going to be tested because you're going to have those times where you're going to have to face sacrifice, and your friends are going to want you to go out and like, like right now, all of these flights are ten dollars to fly to fly to Fiji or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But, exactly. Two weeks ago, you were telling me how bad you want this business to be off the ground, but now you're you're sipping pina coladas in Punta Cana for fifteen bucks. <laughs> you're sipping pina coladas in Punta Cana, and you were just telling me last week how you wanted to save up and invest and get things going. How you wanted me to help you, right? And now you're sipping pina coladas, and I'm looking at you like, dude, it's not like, and that's where it gets like a lot of people, you know, the old me in a sense, I'd say it was much different. Like I wasn't just serious about things like this. Like I was serious about football right. for sure, but you could tell, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to have a good time. I still want to have a good time, but like I'm more focused now. My why is bigger. Like, of course, you right. know, everybody wants to go to the NFL and do things like that. And yeah, 
I wanted to do that and that was cool. But like, it's crazy how like God works in ways like and really focuses your mind on like what you want to do. Like I didn't even know what I was going to do for the longest time. And now I'm just like, I don't know what else I would do other than this. So it's just your why. It's like you're saying, it's just, right. That's huge. And, and then work and, on saying no. But like, and to kind of wrap it up, um, speaking on Kobe Bryant for a little bit, right, um, I remember an interview um, when he was in high school because he, he didn't get like when he, when he decided to go to the, M- the NBA, he still wanted to live like that college lifestyle, right? Yeah. He, yep. still, he still went out to parties. He still went out to parties because it was a lot of confusion that he didn't go out to parties that his whole life was basketball. See, the thing is, he was committed to his why. and He was committed to giving 110% to his craft. And then he made time because you're only going to make time for the things you want to do. So he went to the gym, he got his 1,000 makes in, he gave it his all, and then he went to parties. But he didn't go to parties putting off what he had to get done. He got what he needed to get done, done first, and then yep. he had a good time. Yep. He exactly. suffered for those times before so he could have fun later. Yep. And that, that's, what, that's the importance of delayed gratification and saying no. Like if somebody was like, man, Forget going to the gym, man. Just come to the party with us. Just show up two hours early. No, I'm going to show up like an hour or two late. I'm going to go ahead and get my workout in first. And then I'm going to come to the ride with y'all. Right. Because, I mean, it's it's that delayed gratification. So, uh, wrapping it up is the, the last one is no. learn how to say no. Just practice it. Like, ask yourself when somebody asks you, Ask, you, ask yourself, what is your why? Is it strong enough? And then when you have people coming to you saying, hey, you want to take this flight to uh, Florida for 45 bucks, but and then two weeks ago or two days ago, you were talking about how you want to get into real estate or you want to start your business, just look in the mirror and be like, okay, is this going to benefit me? Is a week in Florida of getting drunk going to benefit me at all? And eating like shit is, for that week, is that going to benefit my growth? It's only going to set you back. So you might as well go ahead and put the time in now so you can enjoy your time later. Right. And it's like nobody's being a hypocrite either. It's like if I want to, you know, because people know I like to have a good time. But, hey, I can do that. Yeah. I've invested. I've done things to set me up for it so I can take a trip if I wanted to. But I'm saying no and I'm handling business that I need to handle. And I know my wife's being focusing up just in case, you know, I don't want nobody to You know, Kim, I just saw you in Nola. That was in Nola. My work was done, though, all week. I was grinding right. all week. Right. I grinded all week and it's had two huge meetings. I've been grinding. So, you know, you're saying no, but that, that was a good, a good podcast, man. I like the first one. That's important. That's yeah. important. Yeah, that great podcast. I was really excited to get that one going. Um, if, you, if you haven't, for our listeners, check out our, our, our Boss Talk segment, like our all-star segment where I interview uh, Cam speaking on the mindset to make it uh to the mindset to make it happen he's speaking on um millennial park and his journey with his ups and downs his struggles his successes with millennial uh, park and where he is right now so go ahead and check out episode three of the free value podcast i am your co-host hoop z cam jackson cam, cam jackson here thanks for listening we appreciate your support man Deuces.